Alrighty, welcome to the PSBS, the Playable Decision Podcast. I'm your host, Coach T, PSN Bye Boys. My host here is... Andrew Arenas, double is. Yes, and we are on episode 88. 88? I like that. It's like uh, two race car tracks. Yeah? No, I mean, well, an eight is... Yeah, it could be like that. Like a Hot Wheels uh, race car track. Whatever happened to Hot Wheels, man? Still... We were supposed to get a Hot Wheels movie. Yeah, it's coming from the director of Fast and Furious, the most obvious choice for a movie director for the Fast for a Hot Wheels movie. Yeah, James Wan he makes really entertaining stuff, so you know he'll be good for it. I know it's just like painfully obvious. Like, let's get a guy who made all those Fast and Furious car. movies to do this new car movie, Hot Wheels. Well, at least he didn't get the guy from Need for Speed. Yeah, we don't even remember who that is. I don't know who directed Need for Speed. What, what happened to Need for Speed? Everything, like, man. What happened to this? I mean, what it, had, it had a good cast. You go back and look at that cast. Like, oh, look at all these big-name TV actors. Yeah, I know. Well, that was kind of before they even made it big. Well, some of them. Well, one of them. Yeah. One and a half. Oh, it was half now. Well, what's his name? Oh god, the one from Preacher, I can't remember his name now. He was doing stuff. He was he was trying to be a movie star, but all those movies that he was starring was flopping, so he, he settled down and said, Okay, I'm gonna do this TV show Preacher and just be the lead character. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and you know, Neef Speed was one of those movies he flopped in, so mm-hmm. yeah. Gosh, dude, this has been uh, quite a week. The week. No. Yeah, I know. Start start of senior year of high. Uh, oh, did I say high school? No. <laughs> Feels like it sometimes though. But uh, of college already, which is crazy, and uh, you know, just adjusting schedules, catching up with friends, going out with new people, uh, making making amends with some enemies. Because you know, I go to a very small school, so you, I have to. I have to sometimes. Uh, it's you, your life already sounds like a CW show. Time to you know sometimes you gotta, or sometimes like a really corny like romantic movie in some cases. Mm-hmm. So you know I made amends with some people that uh, I had some beef with over the winter break, but it's all good. It's all good. Anyway. Anyway, getting to news and stuff this week. What even? This is the thing. What even happened in the realm of PlayStation? Stuff, man. We were just talking about movie directors, and guess what happened today? Huh, what, this is going to be news to me. It was, Let's today, see. it was either today or yesterday they announced this. I forget the exact moment. But The Division has a movie director now. Ooh, 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 ooh. I'm tempted. Yeah, we were talking about this like a week or two ago, how The Division doesn't have a movie director yet. But thus it has the stars and the producer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, the Division movie director will be uh, Stephen Gagan. G-A-G-H-A-N. Uh, I think I'm saying that right. Gagan. Gagan. Wait, he... he done something. He done something. Something. With think his it, life. Think it out before I say it. <laughs> uh, Steven... Wait, wait, what's the name again? Stephen Gagan. Gagan. Think. Think. Steven. Think. No brain blast. No brain blast. Um, he has uh, directed a couple of films. Um, 
he's he's mostly a writer, but he's directed a couple of films. He wrote and directed uh, Syriana. Uh, he wrote Traffic. He wrote and directed that new movie coming up called Gold. Oh, Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. Um, and he wrote Call of Duty Ghosts. Oh. Uh. Well, I mean, no way. Ghost's story was actually kind of strong. Yeah, actually, it, yeah. I thought, uh, at first, I kind of thought you said Advanced Warfare. No, no, no. Like, no ghost. Call of Duty Ghost, you know what? Like, uh, all right. All right. I mean, well, we had another Call of Duty writer working on Uncharted, right? Like, he wrote, no, wait. Or no. was that something else? No, he didn't do Uncharted. I mean, yeah, the guy who's writing Uncharted didn't do Call of Duty because you remember you said that all fair to me, and I was like, wait, and I double checked, he didn't. No. Yeah, I kind of, I kind of thought he did no. do something. This Call guy Duty. did though, right? Um, Call of Duty Ghost. Yeah, I just kind of mixed up because he's already had experience writing for other bits of military in in the movies. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like Kurt uh, yeah, thirty. Yeah, Joe Carnahan, who's writing Uncharted, he wrote a lot of TV shows and uh, movies and stuff. Uh, not really sure what to make of this. I mean, I haven't seen any of his work, so it's a little. I, I, mean, Siri, I, mean, I mean, I haven't seen it, but Siriana is supposed to be a critically acclaimed film. Then a lot of stuff he wrote, like Traffic, that's critically acclaimed. But then, like Gold, he wrote and directed. That's coming out later in the month. That's kind of getting mixed reviews. And then he wrote. I mean, that was kind of like a wide expansion, right? I mean, it's technically like well, 2016. I don't, think, I don't think it got limited release because it's one of those movies where like it wasn't good enough to kind of do the whole limited release thing. I mean, they got some nominations from some places for uh, did. for last year. Oh, so yeah. it's some type of limited release. But overall, the reviews are kind of mixed on it. Yeah. And then he wrote yeah. Ghost, so he does have some experience in the video game industry. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of cool. But, I mean, it's like you said. We talked about this last week or so. It doesn't matter how good a director is. <sighs> what talent you get. And right. It's like, uh, does it matter who? Doesn't matter who something. Just somehow, just always. Let me see. This Syriana, two thousand and five. Whoa, doggy. <laughs> two thousand and five. I mean, this is the last time I'm gonna use computer. Film seventy two. Entourage always one of the great personal appearances, but this is a personal appearance. NYPD Blue. Ah, it screams cheap to me. It just. I mean, look, there's a ton of directors that we can name, but they're all busy with stuff, you know? Um, but uh, this uh, is just, uh, it's fine, I guess. There's really nothing to it. I don't know what his style is or how he's good with action or anything like that. I mean, we're, pr- we're pretty sure that Division is going to be a pretty action-oriented movie. Yeah. Like the game. You do a lot of shooting in that game. I don't know if you... If you if you know. <laughs> yeah, shooting, looting. You can shoot at people that take up so many bullets. Uh, but uh, it's just, you know, it's just whatever. It's, it's fine, I guess. <laughs> really nothing to report. Well, I mean, it's just something to report because we asked that a few weeks ago, like, who's going to direct this, and now we know. And again, it's just kind of repeating what we said last week, how, yeah, that's fine, it's cool, you got the director who has some acclaim to him, but it doesn't really almost matter in the end never does that we've seen so far so it's just we'll have to see again Uh, but it definitely won't be in 2017 this this, this movie's not coming out this year no so yeah it's it's lost its window already 
Oh yeah, there it's we're in January. Unless they start filming this thing like tomorrow and it gets a Christmas 2017 release date, I don't think it's coming out this year. And uh, Ubisoft putting it out against Star Wars again. Again. I mean, it's such a crowded space. It's like, where do you put that? Because now DC's playing around with the the summertime, and then Marvel plays around with like before June. Yeah, it's I mean, out, dude. It's going to be a little difficult for where the division can play starting a weekend, and then you know to also be careful to put into consideration not being next to like an animated movie or like a you know a big yeah. other big budget movie. So it's just it's confusing. Uh, that's like, what happened to Assassin's Creed, seeing in Star Wars World One. Yeah, I mean Disney premieres has Christmas locked down now forever, putting out Star Wars movies every Christmas. For eternity. Yeah. Um I don't know. I would say March, but March is pretty packed nowadays. Yeah, I mean yeah, DC and Warner Brothers are experimenting with March. I mean, got Kong Skull Island in March. Oh, dude, there's a bunch of movies coming out this March. You got Logan, Kong, Power Rangers, Beauty and the Beast. Ghost in the Shell, mm-hmm. all coming out in March. Yeah, I really have a feeling like we don't really get anything until March. That's kind of how it always is. Catch up on the Oscar stuff in January. February is just kind of like whatever, and then March. Dude, that's the when Lego the Batman movie comes out in February. Oh, well, we got the Lego Batman movie. Saw a promo of that in, uh, when I watched it all on the end today. Uh, you know the Chevy commercials? Yeah. Yeah, the Batman like one. Batmobile. Yeah, one. I saw that one. Yeah, I'm like seeing it on like the compressed version on the big screen on the IMAX. Well, because Lego Batman's an IMAX also. Yeah. Which maybe I might check that out since uh, got all those tickets. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah. Well, no, but I mean, like even like next March, like March 2018, still already has two movies, kind of big movies planned. Like like the Tomb Raider's coming out March 2018, and um, uh, Tomb Raider and Ready Player One's coming out March 2018. Who is directing Tomb Raider? Some Norwegian director. Some Norwegian director. It doesn't matter what he's done, though. It doesn't matter if he won two best pictures. <laughs> Somehow they find a way to screw it up. I'm definitely less interested in that movie. You know, um, just such a shame. I mean, Alicia Vikander, you're wasting her. I know she'll be a good Laura Croft, though, but. If we get something that's even worse than the Angelina Jolie movie, how? <laughs> In well, twenty eighteen, right? That movie hits twenty eighteen. Yeah, March twenty eighteen. So it's like how? Oh. Hopefully, we see something of it maybe at Comic Con or something. Ooh. I mean, they haven't started filming it yet. Hopefully, something. Yeah, at least just a picture. Hopefully, just a picture of her. What she looks like? She's holding a bow. There you go. She's holding a bow. It's Alicia Vikander and a bow. What else do you need? <laughs> and some dirt. And some maybe, like little bit of scratches. Maybe like a flare. Oh, yeah, the little like flare thing she's always holding. Yeah. yeah. She likes to hold those in the tube. There's, there's no lighting in there. And like an Xbox exclusive window. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> Because, you know, Laura Croft is a uh, well-known, established Xbox icon. You know how much those ads annoyed me at that time when Tomb Raider was exclusive to Xbox One. They were making it as if, because, you know, how they put Chief, they put Marcus mm-hmm. in, like, the Forza car. <laughs> the car. 
<laughs> and Laura. And Laura. I'm like, you got to be. No. No, 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 no. Like, I know I got PlayStation blood in me, but come on. Laura Croft is not an established Xbox, like, icon. Don't do that. You're only allowed to put, like, what you had originally. Mm. And Tomb Raider's been originally on PlayStation. You don't see Sony taking Xbox stuff. Oh, well, Call of Duty. But... (laughs) (laughs) Still the highest uh, grossing game, Call of Duty. Mm. Of uh, 2016. Even though it had steep declines over last year. Still doesn't seem to be stopping it, though. Nothing will ever stop this Call of Duty train. But, I mean, you know, COD is COD, and I succumbed to buying COD for remastered, so I was part of the problem. <laughs> that pack-in deal, they really knew. So then when next year we get, like, rolled that war remastered, God, dude, I don't know what Sledgehammer's going to do. I mean, they already did a little teaser thing, right? In, like, in New Year's or whatever, or somewhere around there? It was there. in London. Mm, we'll have to see what, what uh, Sledgehammer's up to. At least one thing's for sure, they will probably have the most graphically advanced Call of Duty because their games always look better than, you know, Infinity Wards or Treyarch's graphics-wise. But that doesn't matter, really. Uh, As Infinite Warfare, although its campaign was very good, its multiplayer definitely was probably even more lacking than, say, Ghosts. So, And its Zombies mode was just very just... Generic. So, whatever they're whatever they're cooking up, I'm pretty sure it's not Advanced Warfare Two, or else people are going to be livid, right? More more dislikes. <laughs> Call of Duty, man, the reigning dislike champion every year. <laughs> so, it'll be interesting to see what they work on next. I'm very hopeful that hopefully they. We'll make something that's very entertaining, graphically impressive, but in terms of substance, probably not all that much will be there. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, well, Call of Duty will continue on, but sadly, you know what won't continue on? What else is not going to continue? I don't like things stopping or not continuing on, but things always have to move on, right? Yep, following up on a thing we talked about last week about how Gorilla Cambridge is closing down, mm-hmm. um, They uh, Sony announced that Rigs DLC support will end. Rigs will not will no longer receive any DLC, but the servers will remain online, so you can play online with other players. Hmm. Gosh, already? I mean, shoot! Next week you'll they'll be talking about the online shutting down. I mean, for now it's staying on. But it's um, just a, it just sucks, dude. I mean, rigs sold by garbage. <laughs> but people like it, man. People who play. Oh it. yeah, there's no denying that. It's just that nobody bought it. And it has this <laughs> VR online. It's like one of those few VR games you can play online with other people. And it kind of sucks that there won't be any way to expand upon it. You know, we're not going to get no new maps. We're not going to get no new rigs. We're not going to get, you know, whatever. No, I didn't know what else you'd be not getting. No, no new rigs. Oh, my gosh. No new rigs, man. Rigs. Um, like I said, I don't have rigs. Uh, I only played the demo. So I didn't get a 
firm grasp on it, and it's one of those things where I just I don't know. But that now. little bit that you played though was interesting. You liked it. It was interesting. It's one of those things where if I played it longer, I'd probably get used to it because it really was a different kind of experience than other VR games. Oh yeah. Um, so and now with this report, it's kind of like I don't know if I want to buy it now because one if like you said, one if I buy it and online support gets shut down in like a month or two, you know. Yeah, it can't be. I mean, hopefully it stays on, but there's always a thing it might not, and then I don't know. It's useless. And it's kind of useless. You can play against AI. Yeah, I think there's offline mode, but I don't know. That's kind of the meat of it is playing online with people. Mm-hmm. So uh, we'll see. But oh, yeah. That... Another thing we'll uh, keep close eyes on. Well, at least you will. <laughs> I will. Somebody has to. I mean, it's just this week. It's just uh, not just been crazy. I mean, some of the stuff is news to me. So, what else will be news to me? I want to know. Give me the lowdown. The news. What's the news, man? Well, I just felt like not much happened on PlayStation. I mean, a lot more yeah. stuff happening. I mean, it's kind, still of, it's kind of small things. I mean, we're getting to the topic pretty fast. <laughs> um, oh, we are. Will this show actually be under an hour? We'll see. Um, so this is really interesting. So, um, oddly enough, a demo got released this week for Rise of the Tomb Raider. Oh, okay. Which is kind of neat, because, I mean, it's, it's not too often we see demos anymore, you know? No. I mean, you especially, have the, in the age of share play. And yeah, especially for all. AAA games, you know? Um, so, Rise of the Tomb Raider got a demo, and more interestingly enough, Watch Dogs 2 got a trial. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. A three hour, yeah, three-hour trial where you download the whole game, you get to play for three hours, and you can do anything in those three hours. Online multiplayer, um... Single player, do do much you can. You can even buy DLC while you're doing the three hour trial. <laughs> That's great. You play the DLC. Yeah, buy the DLC while you're playing the free trial. And then of course, yeah, basically, it's basically just the full game by the lock. So it's like on a time code. Yeah, it's on a time code after three hours. Um, you know, and that's that. Uh, but it's neat though because this is something that was like really big on PS3. Remember that? Like almost a lot of games had that for a while, like the trial thing, the 60 minute trial. Oh, yeah. It's just that these files are so big. Yeah, it's almost not worth all that time to download it and then just play it for like an hour. And you're just like, oh, that's it. And then you feel, and I think, too, it kind of makes you feel more obligated to buy it because now you have the whole thing downloaded to your hard drive. It's like, oh, do I really want to delete this or download it again later? Like, shit, just buy it now. Or you just go by disk, but you still have to download the, the patches and stuff. Yeah. So it's like, you know, um... Kind of no, what what was really annoying was like my brother tried out like I think it was like Saints Row three or four. He did that. He did the trial version or whatever on PS three. And it's really annoying because you do unlock trophies, but they are locked. Yes. It's weird. So like when you look through your trophy list, it shows like, oh, you got, you know, five percent of the trophies in Saints Row three, and you click it, and then the trophy is there, but it still has a little lock symbol on it, and it doesn't actually sync to your account until you buy the game. So that's really annoying to me to see those trophies on my profile and they're not really on my profile you know one of the few games that didn't want you to trophy load you had to get it yourself you had to buy it yeah so i was just like that's really crazy um but like i said it's just neat though to see triple a games kind of doing this you know doing trials or demos and stuff to kind of give people the chance to play them the only thing is though this also brings up that whole thing remember when sony was all like oh any game in the playstation store you just click it and you just start playing it you know oh gosh remember that like 2013 little yeah. video the boss smartphone and everything like that. Yeah, 2013 saying, browse the PlayStation Store. Any game you see, click it, play it. 
you know, and well, in a way, it's just <laughs> the wording of it was just all weird because, like, the whole intent was like for you to like have your PS4 in standby, press the button where you press download the PS4, you do whatever you do in your life, come back home, and it's there. But this was just no, like no. that instant, that instant, like trying and buying thing never really happened. Never happened. No. Um, because I mean, I can understand, like, because the way they made it sound like too, like you're going to like basically stream it too, like the whole thing. In a way, yeah. Like, I mean, sound like really it. now we just have share play, but someone has to have the game though. Yeah. So I mean, I can understand, like, hopefully, maybe, like, because I understand the, the streaming thing maybe not being where it needs to be right now for that to happen. I mean, but, Christ, we have PlayStation now. Yeah, and that's not working for everybody. We don't no. have the connections for that. Um. But I could see, like, Watch Dogs 2 maybe kind of lead, bringing back the trial system, you know? I mean, we already had it with, like, COD. Yeah, uh, COD did that. It. it was, like, a free weekend. Um, surprised Battlefield 1 has it. No. Overwatch. Overwatch does it a lot. What other game? Overwatch, yeah. I mean, Overwatch has done it probably the most I've ever seen. What are you tapping? Oh. <laughs> Um. No, I'm like, uh, you know, whenever you're like on a on a desk, I'm like. Yeah, I understand. It's just I'm just saying that like. I'm thinking. No, that's this is this is my thinking. Yeah, I understand, but it's just it's just like the mic can hear it. I don't want our our listeners to be freaking out thinking there's like a, a bomb or something ticking. <laughs> well, I don't. What is that mysterious ticking noise? <laughs> and then the fire alarm goes off. <laughs> and then the fire alarm goes off. Uh. Yeah, I said uh, you're having that paranoid, like it's the first week of school, you're paranoid that fire alarm's going to go off any minute. Yeah, there, there was that girl that at the, last year who stayed up like all night, like for a while, because she was so afraid that the fire alarm was going to wake her up and like scare her. Mm-hmm. She like stayed up all night because she was like so concerned about it. But I don't know, because, like, the fact that I couldn't get in ITCC, my, like, little library thing, I'm like, do they not want us to retreat here? Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, looking at the guard, I'm like, dude, let me in. And he doesn't even get up. I'm like, you know what? Flip you off. I didn't actually do that. Because that's me. <laughs> but, I mean, I wanted to get in. I mean, I, I pay for being in this facility every month, uh, every couple of months so why not i should pay to be in here even if it's on fire it's my right to be in here it's my right to be in here roast to death <laughs> oh boy i can go for some roast right now <laughs> it's just, just thinking food dining was not good today I mean, we just had like breakfast for dinner i'm like are you kidding me <laughs> i paid two grand a semester for this <laughs> or pancakes or pancakes i mean goodness Mm-mm-mm. Anyway, but yeah, I guess I, I would like to see more of this demos trials. Just kind of like getting back to that original vision of like being able to play or try any game in the store, you know, before you buy it. Yeah, and probably some sales with some people that are hesitant, you know, playing it. Then yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, already, yeah, I mean they're already doing kind of neat things now with like you know like broadcasting and stuff. Like if you're like on a game page, you can see broadcasts of the game, mm-hmm. so you can like see actual people playing it. We'll see how they react. I think it's cool because 
it separates it from a demo because demos can't, I mean, some demos can get updated, so I shouldn't say no, demos can get updated, but with the case of Watch Dogs 2, you're, you're downloading the most recent version of the game. Mm-hmm. So, that's nice. Yep. Tomb Raider, I mean, it's the demo that's standalone, so, I mean, I'm sure it's gotten updated plenty of times, so, I mean, that's the definitive version of Rise of the Tomb Raider. Mm-hmm. But still, you know. Yeah, something to try on people's 4K TVs, I guess. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Lara Croft does look pretty good in 4K. Yeah. But, I'll see. We'll see. I didn't even... Did I get Rise of the Tomb Raider? No, I didn't end up getting Rise of the Tomb Raider. I just got too many games. So, I didn't even install Doom. Oh, Doom's so good. I know, Doom's good, but... I just, uh... I'll probably feel when I when I move out, so I'm I'm excited for that. Yep, excited for that. Um, I don't know how to segue this, but this is this this was exciting. This is exciting-ish for me if it happened, but it didn't happen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I was talking this week how they were because um, I heard about this before. Now they kind of clarified more what happened about it. So. Uh, for Dragon Age 2, they were planning on doing a big expansion called uh, Exiled March. Ooh. It's going to be a big expansion because Dragon Age Origins was one of the, f- I think, oof, might be the only PS3 game that had like a, a physical expansion to it. Where you had to like, remember that? Where like it had a separate disc and it was like $40 called Dragon Age Awakening and you bought it and you, all you did was install it to your hard drive. Yeah, you could have just traded back in. Exactly. Um you know, as long as you plan on never deleting it. No, don't delete it. As long as you don't delete it, yeah, you could just install it and then return it or whatever. Um, but anyway, that was a Awakening was a good expansion. Um, of course, I bought the Ultimate Edition, so I paid twenty dollars and got like two hundred hours worth of content. So um, rare game, rare game, it's a really good game too, though. Um, you know, Marvel Ultimate Alliance two I checked on eBay, not as rare as you think. It's. It's not it's, but it is sizably priced, though. It's yes. Like, so, like, it's it's probably just a limited game. Is that quote-unquote rare? I mean, it's worth a lot when you go to trade it in. I mean, it's like $20, $30 you get for trading it in at GameStop. The average eBay is, like, $30 or $40, which is ridiculous. So that does tell me it's, like, you know, limited. Yeah. I mean, no, oh, I wasn't saying... A lot saying, of these was... don't even have the original case, though. Yeah, Sweet. I mean, I wasn't saying it was, like, an $80 game. I was just saying it's still around $30, $40 for a game that came out you know, seven years ago. <laughs> I know. And then, other than these like indie limited run games, it's a shame on probably on PS4 we have, don't have like any rare games, do we? I don't think so. Nah, probably not. I mean, they're also mass produced. I mean, other than these limited indie run games, like I don't know, Shovel Knight or a limited run or yeah. Firewatch a limited run. Yeah, because, I mean, Ultimate Alliance... I mean, like I said, they're like rare, but they are kind of worth something. I mean, even Orange Box is still worth something on PS3. Oh, gosh. Because I think, I, think, I think a used copy of Orange Box of GameStop is still like 30 bucks for PS3. <laughs> wow. What a lot of people like is to collect like the PS2 boxes that were just the original PS2, not the greatest hits one. Mm-hmm. So, like, people like the original Black. Yeah. Um, yeah. Oh, talking about boxes, though. Remember we had that question a few weeks ago about, like, why we don't get Grace Hits boxes anymore? Yeah, yeah. We had a question. And, but just Grace Hits in general. Yeah, Grace Hits in general. And, like, the main reason we said it was probably because they don't want to pay the repackaging fees and stuff. 
That's right, yeah. But yet, Xbox just rolled out these new boxes for, like, old 360 games to where they're, like, in an Xbox One box and it says playable on Xbox One. Wow. And 360. So, like, that's really weird because that goes, that goes against completely everything we were talking about because not only are they repackaging games, they're repackaging Xbox 360 games. Wow. Into new boxes. Or hypothetically just taking back stock and putting the original manufactured disc. I, I don't know. That's crazy. Yeah, because I saw it. There was like a uh, bully. It said bully and it was like in an Xbox One box and it said playable on 360 and Xbox One. Wait, was this a physical box? Yeah. Uh, I wonder if the disc would look different too. I wonder if it said Xbox One and 360. I don't know. Um, But it's, it's really weird because like I said, this, this goes against like, I guess Microsoft don't care. Like, yeah, we're going to repackage our old 360 games. Nah, man, they got to get the word out there that, you know, these games are compatible both systems. Yeah. Because, I mean, before then, all they had at GameStop was, like, they put, like, a sticker on it, I noticed. Yeah. Like, if you're looking at the used 360 games, they'll put a sticker on it, like, compatible with Xbox One or something. Uh-huh. But now they're, like, repackaging them. Like, no, look, it's Xbox One compatible. It's an Xbox One box, even though it's not made for Xbox One, but, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's crazy. Uh, an update callback on that. Uh, Nintendo, I mean, even has, you know, their Nintendo Selects with, like, Mario Galaxy and Pikmin and all that. Mm-hmm. PlayStation just hasn't gone to it since the PS3 generation. Yeah, I mean, Xbox no hasn't Vito done repackaging. Remember, even PSP had greatest hits. Yeah, exactly. But, I mean, Xbox hasn't done it this generation either. Yeah, they haven't done Platinum hits this generation. I think it's just the fact that, you know, these game prices just go down to an equivalent where it is greatest hits, and then we have digital storefronts. It's just like, what's yeah. the point? Yeah, that's that's what we were saying though. Like, it's just I think the big thing is they just don't want to, you know, manufacture new boxes and reprint them and stuff because I mean, like we already said, they're trying to cut back on manufacturing by not even putting like instruction manuals in games anymore, you know. Oh, um, yeah. But then Microsoft does this this crazy thing with the repackaging three sixty games, and it's kind of like, well, I don't know now. Who knows? Who knows, man? Microsoft, they're I don't know, crazy people. But anyway, but they were crazy enough to put a 4K Blu-ray drive in their play in their new system. In their newest system, and Sony didn't. So rebellious. It's like, oh, it's 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 crazy. It's crazy. The frustrating endeavor. Hey, do you know if uh, the the movie company Summit puts their movies on Blu-ray on 4K Blu-ray? Yes, because they're owned by Lionsgate. So yeah. Ooh, I would like some Lala Land in 4K. Yes. Yeah, Lala Land. Like, the 4K Blu-ray is already on pre-order on Amazon. I saw it this morning. On that movie? Yeah, Lala Land is uh, 4K Blu-ray pre-order is already up on Amazon. Ooh, let me take a looky. I mean, it comes out like the regular one, right? I might get this. Me buying a Blu-ray for the first time in, like, a couple of years? What? What? But I love this movie. I need it. I need it everywhere. I need it everywhere. And I'll give you the digital copy <laughs> that I probably will never use. Uh, I don't see it. It's. I just see the soundtrack. Well, let me see. I'm going to go down more. 4K Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. Oh, man. 4K. 42 bucks. Doesn't well, even have like any... Well, that's yeah. the that's the original list price. It's going to go down once it actually comes out. 
And then there's just a bunch of Amazon's has such like a fake like problem. But it's weird because like Lionsgate actually puts out the cheapest 4K Blu-rays. And then, dude, they even like let people sell the bootleg like Blu-rays. <laughs> dude, they need to. They're crazy, Amazon. They don't even no curation because. Already the argument about like when you type in Apple, like half the things are fake in there because Apple and Amazon don't have quite the best relationship in the world. Mm-hmm. So when you type in the word Apple, I mean, yeah, you get Amazon Basics like Lightning cable that's legit because it's Amazon Basics, but you see organic Apple, a Fuji Apple, and then <laughs> uh, Apple Smartwatch, which does look legit, and that one right there. But even with the Apple Watch right there, it's still. Like it, it shows a generation and second generation, but thus it's a, when you look in the description, it's, it's the first one. Mm. So it's like, oh God. Ugh. Amazon. Amazon, come on. Amazon, 4K Blu-rays, Blu-rays in general. You're infiltrating the Hollywood space. Can you infiltrate just taking out the BS? Mm-hmm. Don't be eBay. Well, actually, eBay is just like common sense knowledge of you not getting scammed. But because I, I saw some idiot on my sub box on YouTube this week that spent like nearly six grand on like the original iPhone, like, but not even open. But the dude got scammed because, like, um, yeah, it, it, it not only was it like a fake original box, but it, like it was in this plastic seal. But dude, you can look over videos all over YouTube that you can just repackage, you know, have that same plastic seal. Mm. And he put it through an X-ray, and like the things weren't like where they originally were and whatnot. And he he got scammed. Big time. That was going to be a scam either way. Yeah. <laughs> either way, either because way. he's all like. Hmm. Maybe, maybe it'll be worth something one day. It, it won't be worth more than $6,000. But, like, even, like, I don't know. I mean, I mean, hell, even Apple's oldest products are not even really worth that much. Yeah. Like, even, like, the original Apple. I mean, dude, he would have to live for a long-ass time. <laughs> or like, you know, where, I mean, we already have the iPhone 4 museums, but, I mean, unless a museum is going to ask for it. It belongs in a museum. I know, because we're already having iPhones in museums, so that, that's great. We got the Jumanji in the museum, the VHS Jumanji. Oh, boy. Yeah, so uh, maybe we'll get the rock. I should have uh, that somewhere. I have a copy of Jumanji on VHS somewhere. Soon you'll be watching, you'll be having the rock 4K Blu-ray in the museum. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Uh, he... he he, he's a little uh, messed up in the head. I don't, I don't think he'll be getting his uh, nearly six grand back. No, not in, not, in how much? Not a good return investment. Um, but yeah. Anyway, a little sidetrack. What I was saying <laughs> was that um, Bioware was working on a big expansion to Dragon Age Two called Exile March. Now I heard about this a while back. A while back, uh, Bioware talked about how like they were like. But really about start production like they already had like promo stuff made like t-shirts and concept posters and stuff like that ready to go they're talking about dragon age 2 that's what this yeah. like little like look back of dragon age 2 for I'm getting to there. um no i'm saying like a couple of months back i read about this how they were working on the suspension already like you know printing out promotional material for it 
Um, yeah, because uh, Dragon Age 2 was infamous for having like a piece of DLC that just didn't end up happening. Yeah, that's this one. Um, Exile March. And now they kind of like, they talked about how that got cancelled while they're doing the promo stuff, but like now this week they clarify kind of why it got cancelled. And they said the reason why it got cancelled is because around the time they started working on Exile March, uh, they started getting access to the new Frostbite engine. Yeah, and then by that time, dude, they were moving on and going on to Mass Effect 3. Exactly. So it was just one of those things where, like, they basically said, oh, do we keep working on this DLC or do we, like, focus on, like, working with the new Frostbite engine? Because they wanted to, you know, get on that. And the problem is, if they developed anything with Frostbite engine, obviously it wouldn't be compatible with the PS3. Um, so they just said, oh, well. So they kind of. I mean, it was compatible with the PS3. It was just be compatible with that game. Yeah, with that game, because the game's a different engine. Um, because, I mean, Mass Effect 3 was in a different engine than. One and two. Yep. Yeah. 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 You're right. Um, because they got Mass Effect Two running on Mass Effect 3's engine on PS3. Yes. yes, yes. But it was weird. I mean, Dragon Age Two was Dragon Age Two. They could not have done what they did back then. Yeah, like they couldn't. Yeah, they couldn't develop the the DLC on that new engine and still make it compatible with the current game. Um. So it was just one of those things where like they had to move on to that new engine, and that's kind of like why the DLC didn't happen. Which kind of, like I said, it just kind of sucks because Awakening was um, a good piece of DLC. It added like ten hours of story, a bunch of new side missions, new characters, and um, felt like that like in between kind of game, you know, where it was like not a full blown sequel, but just more, more story, more content, substantial content. Mm-hmm. So, wouldn't like to see that for Dragon Age Two because I still like Dragon Age Two. Man, I know it's not the best in the series, but I still, I still, I still really like Dragon Age Two. I like Dragon Age but as a whole, as a franchise. It's so good. You think we'll ever get a return of it? I mean, it's been 2015. What? Or 2014. If Dragon Age ever comes back after Mass Effect and Drama. Yeah. Yeah. Because um, I mean, that's the kind of thing about Dragon Age where like each game is like completely different from the other one, you know? Uh, they were as uniform as the Mass Effect games. I'm going to mind the Mass Effect games got more different. I mean, there's a big jump between one and two, but like two and three are pretty consistent. Yeah, you know, um, but there's a big jump between one and two, where like Dragon Age one was very um, Origins was very different from two. It was a little bit slower, um, definitely because you know it was like a PC game first. You know, mm-hmm. kind of just in the way it's kind of laid out and stuff like that. And uh, then Dragon Age two, they make it focus more on console stuff, faster pace, um, trying to make it more like Mass Effect. Um, so that had mixed results to fans and then Inquisition came out and that was more like the middle ground where it took kind of the best elements of 1 and 2 and kind of mixed it together to make a game yeah so so uh, so, so that's, that's cool like I said I like I said, I just love Dragon Age as a whole and I love I love all the games they're, like I said they're just all different you know each one's different depends on what you want out of a game because I had a friend ask me that one time it's like I never played Dragon's Origins should I just play Dragon Age 2 I'm like well, I mean, you can because you play as a new character, and uh, I mean, there's still callbacks to the first game with some of the characters and stuff. But I mean, you can. It's just the problem is once you play Dragon Age two, if you play Dragon Age two first and then you try to go back to one, it's gonna be really weird for you because the game's gonna be so different than what you're used to. Yeah. After playing two, they're all just radically different. Yeah. Mass Effect three different from Mass Effect two. Mass Effect Two, yeah, I mean, yeah. There's there's improvements from two to three, but like overall, it's not a huge jump like one to two was. 
I mean, the jump from Dragon Age 1 to 2 was quite big. Yeah, and then from 2 or 3 was big, or Inquisition's not really called 3. But you know what I mean. Like, there's a big jump in each game. Like, each game in Dragon Age is different from another, where, like, Mass Effect, it's just 2 and 3 are similar, and then 1 and 2 is the big jump. Yeah. So. But, speaking of Mass Effect, we have some more uh, Mass Effect Andromeda news this week. Oh, Talking about some new gameplay features, uh, EA was talking, or not EA, Bioware was talking this week, saying how um, in the game they'll have in-game craft, you can craft your own weapons in uh, Mass Effect Andromeda. Oh, it's pretty crafting, neat. huh? Crafting. I mean, they kind of didn't fully show it in that gameplay trailer, but it was hinted at because you saw you like picking up resources and stuff like that, you know? So, like, obviously you're crafting things, we just didn't know exactly what. Mm-hmm. Like I think they showed armor. I think they said that in there in that trailer thing. Like, oh, you collect collect resources and build armor and stuff. You know. Um, remember, we had that one question about too much customization. Too much customization. Yeah, I remember uh, massive. No, not Fallout Four. Nah, you can't have too much customization, right? Or it got a little ridiculous. Nah, I can't have too much customization. <laughs> I mean, it's like even when I went back and played San Andreas, of how much unnecessary junk was in that game, <laughs> like of the custom of getting fat and yeah. you know, gaining weight and having your sex appeal in the game and all that. I'm just like, <sighs> well, I mean, not all of that needs to be in Mass Effect, but I mean, just customizing your armor, your character looks, and stuff like that. Customize your weapons, you know, make what you want, do different attachments. You can name your weapons too. Yeah, you can name your weapons. You can call it whatever you want. Um, so it's really neat because I love kind of wef- weapon crafting in games. You know, it's always it's always really cool because like um, one game that we like, I know everybody gave a shit, but Dead Space Three had a really cool oh. weapon crafting system. Oh yeah. Um, no, but people people complain though, like oh, there's a crafting system in Dead Space Three, but there's microtransactions to get like the parts and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, but you don't need to buy it. <clears throat> what? What? You don't need to buy those 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 things, man. You can find it in the game. That's what I did. I never paid for any of that. I just find the parts I need. I built my gun. I built the gun from Alien. <laughs> I forgot that I. It's been a while since I saw Aliens, and then I watched the other day, and I was like, I think it's three parts. It's a machine gun, a shotgun, and a flamethrower. Mm-hmm. I did, I forgot the shotgun part. So when I made that gun in Dead Space Three, I only had the machine gun, the flamethrower. I didn't have a shotgun on it. Oh, did you? I forgot the shotgun part. I don't know if I could have done three parts. Because I think the way the design was in the game was you had the primary fire and the secondary fire. So my primary was the machine gun and the secondary I had was the flamethrower. So I don't know if there would have been a way to put a a shotgun on it. But I'll try to make one in (laughs) Mass Effect Andromeda. A lot of things are going to be done in Mass Effect Andromeda. Try. I don't know if there's been flamethrowers in Mass Effect. No. No. I wonder if there's going to be a flamethrower in this There's game. just the incendiary bullets. Yeah, there's been incendiary stuff. Because I wanted flamethrowers. I could put on my gun and be like alien. Aliens, to be more specific. Oh, aliens. Such a good movie. Yeah. James Cameron, where are you at? Where are you at, man? In general. Just... In general, yeah. <laughs> just stuff. Things and stuff. So much he can be doing, but he's kind of just dicking around. Exactly. Even though I prefer alien to aliens. It's just me. <laughs> <laughs> it depends what kind of movie you want. Yeah, I like Alien because it's a horror movie. Four and first foremost. 
suspense and all that where aliens is it's got, it's got uh, suspense, but i mean it's an action movie it's an action movie first it's really long and the pacing isn't very good in it um no uh, no i would say it's, it's, it escalates it escalates it, it escalates like, but i would say it's like slow but it escalates it escalates i don't know for me like aliens is still a good movie don't get me wrong it's not, i'm not saying i don't like aliens i'm just saying i prefer alien to aliens because for me aliens had a little bit too much action and there's just it's just really it, it feels long-winded and the pacing is odd because like it has like what they call that what they call that multiple ending syndrome where you think it's done and then another thing happens and it keeps going and then you think it's done and another thing happens and it keeps going yeah and you're just kind of like wait this isn't done yet and it's like oh there it is it's done now i'm I'm kind of glad most of the part movies have kind of done away with that but maybe that's because i don't go out and see too many bad movies anymore i'm not saying that that that's the case with aliens but um i think more with bad movies i kind of get the false ending syndrome more than ever yeah that's what that's what everyone says for return of the king they do that like 15 times in return of the king before it gets to the end oh yeah um but no like i said just i'm not saying i don't like aliens i love aliens i'm just saying i prefer alien to aliens It's kind of like Terminator, Terminator 2, where some people like Terminator 1 better because it's more the horror suspense thing, and 2 is the full-blown action movie. You like the first Terminator better than Terminator 2? I don't know. I didn't say that. I said some people. I don't know. I'm not sure which one I like better. Oh, it's uh, it's, uh, Terminator 2. I lean a little bit to 1 just for the same reasons why I lean to Alien over Aliens. Hmm. Terminator 2 does feel long-winded, too, though. Like, because well, that's what James Cameron does. He just goes all out in his sequels to where it's like, you know, it just feels like he's putting everything in there. Yeah. So they feel kind of a little long-winded and like we gotta do everything and more action. But always gotta have more action. Anyway, I like the more straightforward kind of horror yeah. vibe of Alien and Terminator. But okay, yeah. okay, yeah. <laughs> We'll see if, if, if Mass Effect reflects that in any kind of way. <laughs> Tie that back into the show somehow. Mm-hmm. But, anyway. Oh, speaking of horror games. More horror games? More horror games. Oh, Resident Evil 7. Yes, Resident Evil 7. Um, correction, a few weeks back I said Resident Evil 7 comes out the 27th, a Friday. It does not. It comes out 24th, the Tuesday. Yeah. I thought it was the Friday. I guess I was thinking of the movie. Because the movie, Resident Evil comes out on Friday the 27th. Uh, who can forget? Oh, yeah. But the game comes out Tuesday. And I got an email from GameStop a while ago. If you pre-order through GameStop, you can go pick it up Monday night. I mean, that's, that's how it goes. Well, not like a midnight thing. Like, you can go get it at closing time, which is like 9 o'clock. Closing time. Collect your Resident Evil and go. Collect your Resident Evil and go home and... Uh, but anyway, yeah, that comes out next week. I had it pre-ordered. I'll be playing it next week. I don't know how long, how much I'll be playing it, but I will try to play it. Have some kind of idea, impression of it for next week. But um, well, in VR, in VR, yeah, dude, you know I want your VR brush. Come on, man, you're you're, you're liking on the VR thing, man. I know, I'm your, I'm your, I'm your. Like it on your VR, you're liking on your VR reports. Come on, come yeah, on, man, man, I'm your VR surrogate, you're man. Sucker. You living, you fight carelessly through me, VR. I'm, I live it during your VR. Like that's why I want you to get Robinson. And yeah, 
Yeah. Anyway. But no, this is a game I was reading about this week. It sounds interesting. This is a game that needs to be in VR. Uh, you heard this game called Perception? No. Perception? Yeah. Perception. Recession? Perce- perception. Per- perception. Perception, yeah. Uh, it's from Indie Studio Deep End Games. Announced that uh, the game is coming to PS4 after uh, they did a Kickstarter to get it on PC. It is coming to PS4. In the game, you play as a blind protagonist who can see the world through echoes and stuff. Like when you tap walls, it does the echo thing. Daredevil? Yes! That's exactly what I was thinking when I was reading this. I'm like, yes, we're finally getting a Daredevil game. Daredevil the game? Daredevil the game, man. Um, Yeah, you play as, yeah, you play as uh, Cassie and use your sense of hearing, arrival mysteries and deal with the mysterious force that's haunting a mansion that you're in. You yeah you tap things echo through to see through the house and navigate but if you have too much you can alert certain enemies in the game. Huh. Um, so this sounds like really neat if it was in VR because I would feel like Daredevil I could just see <laughs> like Daredevil sees. Well maybe not. Daredevil VR game. That's neat. <laughs> That's neat. Well technically I wouldn't be seeing like the Netflix version. Netflix version is weird. Yeah. The way he sees things is weird. The world on fire. I'm like, um, okay, I don't think that's comic accurate, but you only see it for two seconds anyway, so whatever. You know, I love that when Ben Affleck was talking about the meme, the he, he was like, oh, the, the last blockbuster I did was in 97 Armageddon. I'm like, yeah, okay, Ben, nice try. <laughs> he's, he's, trying to make, he's trying to make us forget about Daredevil. I mean... Nice. It, 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 I mean, it didn't really, you know, bust any blocks, so I guess it's not really a, a blockbuster, I guess. I, don't know. I guess not, but he's all like, the last blockbuster, man, that I did was uh, was Armageddon in 97 with Bay. I'm like, are you kidding me? You're such a liar. He's all like, I never knew what studio, big studio filmmaking was until, like, Gone Girl and then Batman versus Superman with Snyder. I'm like, get out of here. <laughs> You're so full of it. And then the comments pointed him out, too. He's like, good luck trying to make us forget. He's probably just drunk the whole time. He doesn't remember. Like, I, I, made, I was in Daredevil? What? What's this Netflix talks about? What's Netflix? Do you think he's ever gone and sat down and actually watched it on Netflix? Mm. I'm sure he's on the know on a lot of things. I mean, he kind of has to be. I mean, he's a director. He has to get his inspiration. Does he just like watch Netflix? Does he just sit there and watch like the Daredevil one and go, "Oh shit!" Like, you know, this was so much better. And then when it's done, like Netflix recommends Batman Begins, he's like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> Why are these so much better? But he, he's gonna fix it himself, though. Uh, he, he he's going to do the work himself. Yeah, but didn't you hear? It's, it's starting to become a pain in his ass. All these questions. Well, his his movie literally went. It didn't even come. It just went. <laughs> I I saw nobody coming into his movie at the theater that I went to today. It just went. So should the name movie be retitled Dead by Night? Dead by Night. Because I I could have sworn like on the Monday. No, the Sunday of when I woke up that something flopped and I knew, like, I heard it really loud and it was, it was lit by night. 
didn't think it was going to be Patriots Day. I didn't think it was going to be any other movie that came out, had an expansion. It was gonna, it was gonna be Live by Night. And I was like, dang, that flopped hard. I knew I heard something flop. Mm-hmm. Sorry, Ben Affleck, you got beat by monster trucks. Name them Creech. Still didn't see it. And now my like appetite for it, I don't even want to see it anymore. Mm-hmm. It, it, its window is, is, is gone. And, and my tolerance for, for monster trucks. So. Anyway, speaking of Batman stuff... More Batman. More Batman. We had some new updates on Injustice 2 this week. Finally, do we get a release date? Yeah, we announced that like two weeks ago. We talked about that. It's coming May 16th. May 16th. Yep. Um, but it was announced uh, this past week that there's going to be um, three different versions of the game. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> there's your base version for $60. No, of course. Can't there will be that. your digital deluxe edition that costs $80. That will include three DLC fighters, premium skin for Supergirl, and a Defender shader pack. Defenders? Just kidding. No, Defender. Um, and um, for the ultimate edition, which is going to cost $100, or $99.99, uh, it will come with nine DLC fighters, premium skins for Supergirl, The Flash, Green, and Green Lantern, and a Destroyer and Defender shader pack. Um, and also all pre-orders, no matter which version you get, all pre-order versions come with Darkseid as a uh, bonus character. We're, we're, we're waiting for the, the Ultimate Edition. Yeah, that's, that's what I want to do. Yeah, that's what I, I think that's what a lot of people are going to be doing. Well, I mean, Cause the game sells well anyways. But Yeah. I mean, that's yeah. the thing, though. Like, this Ultimate Edition, it just says nine fighters. It doesn't necessarily even say all the fighters. Like, it doesn't say all DLC. It just says nine fighters. So, like, the first nine, like, maybe there's more. Oh, maybe? Because, you know, I'm waiting for that Watchmen announcement. <laughs> going to happen, man. Um, but I looked on the PlayStation Store, and they kind of go into more details of what they mean by those premium skins. Like, um, it really changes. Because, like, they said the one for Supergirl, uh, when you equipped it, she actually becomes Power Girl. Really? She's in the Power Girl outfit, and her voice changes, and like uh, just the animations change. So it is like kind of a significant thing, and then just than just a you know costume change. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kind of said that what the ones for Flash and Green Lantern were, but I don't remember what huh. they were. That's, but, that's um, interesting. That is interesting. So I mean, yeah, this is like I said, we we kind of talked about this already last week. Kind of the problem with fighting games right now, like. Like we said, if you want this game, go get it. We're not saying you don't get this day one. Go get it if you want it. Go get it. Have fun. For people like us who are not too, not super big into fighting games, it's one of those things where we can wait, you know, mm-hmm. for a game of the edition or a complete edition or whatever that will cost less and come with all the DLC characters. Because that's what I did for, you know, Mortal Kombat. I waited till the XL edition, got the got the DLC characters that I wanted. Um, Injustice is... So the first one's a weird game. I don't know if I told the story already. I think... That might be one of my most bought games this past generation because I, I um so when the game first came out I didn't get it right away but like within a month targeted like a flash sale that was like thirty dollars for the game and I was like oh thirty bucks that's half off and the game just came out so I'm gonna go get it so I bought that's what I did I bought it I played it for a while I was like all right this is cool and then what did I do with it you played it I played it and I think what I did was I traded it in. 
when the PS4 version came out, because the PS4 version had the Ultimate Edition with all the characters in it. So I traded that in. So I got the Ultimate Edition. And then I also bought the Vita version, because the Vita version had a flash sale, so it was like five bucks on Vita. Oh. So I had Injustice on Vita. I had it on PS3. Sold it. Got the PS4 version. Then the PS4 version came free on Plus, so I sold my PS4 version. So I don't currently have my PS3. Or I don't have my PS3 version anymore. I have the PS4 version, but digitally through Plus, and I still have my uh, Injustice Vita version through digital. So I owned it on all the platforms, PlayStation platforms at least. Oh, there you go. So with this one, though, um, no, I, I'm I'm just going to hold out for an Ultimate Edition, or no, technically this is called the Ultimate Edition, but Complete Edition. Whatever it'll be called. Whatever it'll be called, with all the DLC characters and all that. Right. Hope that Watchmen. Um, but we might get a chance to play uh, Injustice uh, 2 soon because they announced to today that there will be Injustice 2 beta. Oh. Uh, they had open signups. You can sign up today. And I signed up today and it said, you will receive a code. So it's not just random. I just signed up for it and said, okay, you'll receive your code, you know, whenever. You will get it. You will receive a code. So I'm like, all righty. Um, so I'll be able to check it out. They didn't do any details whatsoever, though. It just said we're working. We're going to have a beta soon. Sign up today, and that's it. There was no like info on like a time frame or how much content is going to be in it or what characters and any of that. So, so we'll see. So while I won't be buying the game at launch, I will at least be able to play it sometime before launch. Yeah, get some idea of it. So that's good. Um. For Honor also is uh, beta starting next week. Uh, sign ooh, ups. Ooh, so many betas. And where's that division? Not division. Uh, Ghost Recon. Wildlands. Wildlands. Yeah, doesn't that game come out in a month and a half? <laughs> it uh, does. Yeah, it does. And uh, Ubisoft ain't even talking about it. They have that sign up. Yeah, they have the sign up. and But they don't like generally talk about the game. You know, I guess maybe... Maybe it's because For Honor is their focus right now because that's the new IP. They want to kind of focus on that leading up to launch, and then maybe once that comes out, they'll like refocus and hurry and promote the hell out of you know Wildlands. Oh yeah, because like I said, For Honor is just that weird. We talked about this too already, but like it's you know that weird new IP that they kind of need people to play so they get an idea of it, and that's mm-hmm. why I'm, that's why it's really weird. They're still doing a closed beta. You have to sign up for it. Like I signed up for it, so I'll see if I get in the beta or not because it's going to be next week, uh, next weekend oh. or something like that. Um, so, I don't know, like, this is a game they kind of need to do open beta for, just to get people to play it and see if they like it or not, because, because, like, they're doing the closed beta two weeks before the game comes out, so, it's not gonna, the beta info is not gonna change much, you know, the game's kind of what it is already. It is what it is. Exactly, so, like, I think they can do, like, I think Destiny or something did that, where they did a closed beta one week, and, like, the next week they did open beta for everyone. And then, like, the next week, it came, the game came out. Um, so, uh, they could probably do something like that for For Honor, where next weekend is the um, closed beta. People go try it out. Then next week will be open beta. Everyone can play it. And then the week after that is, you know, the full game. Yeah. So, hopefully that's what happens. Hopefully. Um, hopefully. And as for as for Wildlands or whatever, I, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I'm, yeah, there was a sign-up for it. I just don't, I don't know. We haven't been hearing anything about it. No. Happening. What happened? What happened? I don't know. Like something. Hmm? I don't know. It's like it's like I don't know. Is this game gonna get delayed? 
Dude, don't say that. Would you honestly give the chance to play it, though, if it came out in its current March date? Oh, no. There you go, so... But that's just one person. I mean, what about the millions of players that want to play yeah, this? Yeah, but doesn't the world revolve around your schedule? It does. <laughs> not, not all the time. Air quotes. Air quotes. Air quotes everywhere. Air quotes, yeah. But, yeah. So, um, yeah. Oh, man, dude, it's so hot in this room. <laughs> It's a sweaty podcast today. Maybe you should have had a fan on. Dude, don't even get me started. I'm like literally sweating. Uh, well, we're almost done here. I actually went through all the news. All my news items. See? And we're at the one hour mark, so pretty good. No, we're not leaving yet. Uh, no, we're not leaving yet. Yeah, I'm just saying, though, I went through all my news items over the one hour mark. No just... things. Screw you, UMW. What? For not letting me to get to work. What are you talking about? Like, man, man, it's so hot in here. Oh, and now he's waiting for that fire alarm to go off. It might, with me probably just dying. You're just going to burst into flames anyway. That's going to cause the fire alarm to go off. Yeah, probably. But, uh, I don't know. What else is there to do? <laughs> I don't know, man. I went through all the news, so I provided my content. You usually give me questions. we have questions this week? No. Nope. Okay. And I hope not. I mean, I have my notifications on, but I don't think we've had, got any questions this week. Yeah. Like you said, that was a light week on news. I mean, I had enough to fill the hour, at least, and we kind of talked about it. Not too in-depth, but we talked, and we got the info out there and news and ideas and all that yeah we sure did it was awesome <laughs> i just think next week's next week will probably be better because i wish i wasn't dying <laughs> next week you'll have a fan or an open window or something just a better condition <laughs> oh okay well I guess we can wrap this up before you die. Unfortunately, I hate to leave. I hate to leave, but it's okay. We went through the news, so that's all right. Um, so yeah. So with that, this has been the PSBS Playstation Station Podcast. I'm your host, Coach T. PS and Bible Coach here is Andrew Arenas. Double is everybody have a fantastic week. Uh, do good in school. Um, hmm. What else? Look both ways of the road, be nice to each other, and have a fantastic week. Yep. Uh, thanks for listening, and hopefully we'll see you guys next week. <laughs> and click. Oh, okay. click.